Father, King of glory, the ancient of days, the beginning and the end. Father, tonight, even as we prophetically declare those words, Father, Lord, let it not just be a word in our life, but let it be a reality in the name of Jesus. Father, we join our faith tonight. We say, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable to you, O God. Father, you are the God that sees every one of us that is standing on this arena. Jehovah God, I pray that in the life of anyone, oh God, that need a lifting up, Jehovah God, stretch forth your hands and lift them up in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray tonight that no situation will remain the same. Anything that is bad before will become good. Anything that is good before will become better. Anything that is better will become the best. Anything that is the best will become the best of best. Father Lord, at the end of it all, all glory and all honor will belong to you. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless God tonight. Congratulate yourself for coming. Say, I congratulate myself for being in the house of the Lord this, morning, this evening. Hallelujah. I just want to quickly use this opportunity just to thank our Father in the Lord for just giving me this medium just to minister to the flock that God has given unto him. Daddy, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I don't take anything for granted. Hallelujah. I appreciate you and I pray that God will continue to preserve you in the name of Jesus. You will not suffer any loss in the mighty name of Jesus. As our father in the house, you will not partake in the evil that is prevailing. The hand that sustains this earth will continue to sustain you. In the mighty name of Jesus, you and your entire family, and I declare with my sisters and brothers tonight that you and each and every one of us that God has given to you, we are made for signs and wonders. And we bless God for that. And we worship him. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Before I continue tonight, how many minutes do I have so that I will know how to maximize my time? 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Okay. Before I continue tonight, I just want us to have a clear picture of where we are coming from. Because if you actually know where you are coming from, you can have clarity on where you are going. Hallelujah. Uh, my people put it this way. If you lost, trace yourself back. You will find your way. Hallelujah. The word of God came prophetically through our Father in the Lord. That 2016 is a year of success. And he said it so well for the past two weeks. He said success is not a destination. He said success is a journey. And those of us who understand spiritual warfare, and for each and every one of us that is enlisted in the army of God, you have to understand that the moment you stand and declare that this year is a year of success, the enemy will throw anything that he can throw at you. So that you can now sit down and say, hey, the word of God came and said this year is going to be a year of success. And you are looking at your situation, 
you are looking at your circumstances, it looks nothing like success. I just want to announce to you, when those things are thrown at you, I want you to understand that the purpose of that is to cause you to begin to look at the word of God as if it's a lie. But I want to speak to somebody tonight that God is not a man that he should lie. Not the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? It's up to you to answer every time you have conversation with yourself. The Bible says, let everything be a lie. And let the word of God be true. So whenever you journey and things are being thrown at you, remember to call it a what? A lie. I don't know what it is. If it's being thrown at you in your mind, in your marriage, in your finances, open up your mind and say, you are a lie. Because the Bible said, let every other thing be a lie. And let the word of God that came out prophetically, that this year is a year of success, let it be true. Am I speaking to somebody? So God Almighty, even though he prophetically declared that word through the man of God, he just every month, he gives us step by step on how to continue to walk in that journey. Remember, success is not a destination. It is a journey. And in a journey, you take step by step by step by step. In January, the word of God came that January, as we ended our fast, that it is the month that you have to radically believe God. In other words, as you journey in this success, believe God radically. In February, the word of God came and said, see the way God sees things. In other words, for you to continue to walk in that success, you have to begin to see things the way God sees it. When you say things the way God sees it, you don't call it an obstacle. You don't call it an hindrance. When you say it the way God sees it, you look at it as a bridge to take you to the next height. You look at it as a means to catapult you to the next level. I said this in our breakthrough, and I will say it again. Every step you pass is a push forward closer to your destiny. Every step you pass, every time you say this is a lie, you just promoted yourself. Am I speaking to somebody? Now in the month of March, the word of God came again, the month of marching forward. And at the word of God came again, he said this is the month where you have to spring forward in faith. And this is the theme of our prayer and fasting today, tomorrow, and on Friday. Now, what does it mean to spring forward in faith? Now, what does it mean to spring forth in faith? Because I'm the kind of woman that, you have to break it down for me. I'm a typical Nigerian woman, okay? And, 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 and you have to break the English down for me. As simple as it is, I want it to break on the into pieces so that my spirit man can absorb it. What does it mean to spring forward in faith? I look at the word, I say spring forth or spring forward and I look at the word faith. To spring forward, it means to rush out. Rush out. Have you ever seen a spring? Rush out. It means to lash out. Now, I say, what does faith mean? 
Hebrew 11 verse 1. Hebrew 11 verse 1. Because sometimes we think we know the meaning of something. And we hold on to it. And we begin to ask ourselves, why is this thing not working for me? But if you understand it fully well, no matter what you see, you hold on to the word. He said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. It's the substance of what you hope for and the evidence of something not seen. You have to look at it. The beginning is, now faith is. You will ask yourself, if now faith is, what was before now? What was before now? Because you have to understand what was before. I will not, when I'm talking to you, I'm not saying now. Now, what did I say before? I said now. Go to Hebrew chapter 10, verse number 35. Hebrew chapter 10, verse number 35. Hallelujah. He said, therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. If you look at the good news translation, it said you have to remain patient so that you can receive the promises of God concerning your life. So when you look at the word confident, it means patience. It said now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of something not seen. That new... Uh, uh, um, that good news translation, it says, faith is to be sure of what you hope for and to be certain of what you cannot see to happen in your life. So faith is not what you hope for. Faith is not what you, you want to see happen in your life. But faith is when you are sure. It's when you are sure that what you hope for will certainly happen. That is what faith is. Because sometimes we say, we are, I know God is going to do this. But the question from me to you is, are you sure? Can you take it to the bank and cash it? But each and every one of us, we have a job. And we are get paid, we get paid every Thursday. On, Thursday. on Monday, Tuesday, you are expecting because you are sure, you are certain that your check is what? Coming. You know. And you know that you know, I don't work for my money. The check must come. So when it's time, you go there, your check is ready. Because you are sure. And you know because you are sure, there's nobody that will come and tell you anything. And tell you, oh, that place, that company is not going to pay you. You're not going to get your check this week. You would believe. Will you believe? Oh, no, answer me now. Answer me. Will you believe? So when God says, faith now is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of something not seen, God is telling you, be patient. Have confidence in what I have concerning your life. Be sure of it. Be certain of it. Because you know why? If you don't cast away your confidence and cast away your trust, you will receive your reward. Now, what does it mean to spring forth in faith? To spring forth in faith is to continue to be certain of what you expect to happen in your life and continue to be sure of what you hope for. To spring forth in faith is to call those things that are not as do the way. It's not a one-time thing. 
is something that you have to declare over and over and over and over again. Because you know what? You are sure of it. To spring forth it face, it means not to allow what you see to kill or to abort what you believe. Because sometimes some of us, we are carrying something huge. Our mouth, we are just talking. I say you before in this ministry, your words never die. Words are spirits. And spirit never dies. So to spring forth his faith is to be confident that yes, this thing I'm waiting for, it will not be in vain. Don't allow what you see to abort what you believe. Don't allow what you see to abort what you believe. Don't allow it to kill it. To spring forth in faith is to keep hope alive. You know, when I was growing up, they used to tell me, when there is life, there is hope. That is one of the lies I've ever heard. Because it is only where there is hope that there is life. Hope comes before life. So to spring forth in faith as we journey in this journey of success is to keep your hope alive. Why? Because Christ, which is in you, is the hope of glory. I tell people all the time, wherever I go, wherever you are believing God for, it is only the people that are alive that need it all. Whatever you are trusting God for, it is only when you are alive that you, a dead man don't need healing. You need life. And you have that life. A dead woman don't need a child. Even Chris woman, they get picking, no, no, saying get picking. You have your mind. So whatever you are believing and trusting God for, there is one evidence that me and you can see that shows that your time is coming is the gift of life. The fact that you go to bed and you wake up, that is the greatest miracle anybody could ever ask for. Because what every other thing come last. I was watching Archbishop B.A. Idaosa, one man of God in Nigeria. I was watching his crusade and he was, you know, sharing a testimony with his audience. He said one time he was in his office. One of his sons came and he was shouting, Daddy, 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 you need to pray for me. You need to pray for me. I'm going through a lot of trouble. I am going through a lot of situation. It's too much for me. Daddy, you need to pray for me. And this man of God said, praise the Lord. And this man is looking at him and said, hallelujah. But daddy, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I said, I'm going through so many problems. I need a prayer. And this man of God, look at this young man. He said, I say, praise the Lord because you are going through. Keep on going. Keep on going. Don't give up. Keep on going. Because it takes the same strength to go back. To move forward. Your last strength in life, use it to move forward. Because there is something on the other side. Use it to move forward. Don't give up. Don't give in. Continue to spring forth in faith. No wonder David said, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I go through the valley of the shadow, he said, I, we fear no evil. Why? Because the Lord is with me. His road and his staff, they comfort me. Comfort is hope. 
To spring forth in faith means never to be discouraged. Remember I said faith is to be certain of the things that you hope for. To have that confidence, that assurance of the things that you have not seen that it will happen. So the moment you are discouraged, my sisters and my brothers, you just turn off the first set of faith. Because when you turn it off, you are no longer sure. Your assurance will not be, maybe, if it be, I don't know yet. Oh God, your prayer will change as if you are begging God. God, please, oh, remember me, oh, I beg you, no. If you are confident, you call those things that are not as though they were. There is one man I love in the, in the Bible, from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. When you talk about faith, I know some of us, our mind will go to Abraham. I love Joseph. The reason I love Joseph is, when I say Abraham, we know that Abraham is old. We will say he is old, his wisdom. But Abraham is 17 years old. Small boy. Small boy. 17 years old. That boy was, is an example of the one that believed God radically. Is the example of the one that believed God radically, sees as God sees it, and his faith continues to spring forth. How do I know? So that when situations and circumstances happen to him, he never complained. He never gave up. He never gave in. He continued that work of faith. Apostle Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. It's a fight. Which means you don't give up. You don't give in. Because why? On the other side, I don't know, I'm not here to, to, to make you just happy, but I'm here to give you the word of God. Hang in there because on the other side, a table has been prepared for you. A table has been prepared for you. Don't give in. Don't give up. Encourage yourself in the Lord. The Bible says that the dream was given to Joseph. From the time the dream was given up to the time that the dream actually come to pass, Joseph faced through a lot of situations and circumstances. He faced through accusation opposition from his brothers. He went into the pits. He was sold out. He was in the house of Potiphar. From there he went to jail. We subsequently put him into the destination where God has assigned. I don't know where you are now. Maybe today you are facing opposition. Maybe today you are in a pit. It looks as if you hit the rock bottom. It looks as if there is no way out. The same God that stretched forth his hand into that pit and pulled Joseph out. That same God is available for you today. I said that God is available for you today. You need to keep on believing and you need to keep on trusting God. You need to keep on springing forth in faith. So from the time the dream was given to the time it was actualized, Joseph continued to believe God. He continued to see things as God sees things. Let me tell you, maybe Joseph, when he was in the pit, he was seeing himself in the palace. He was seeing himself in the palace. Even when he was being sold, he saw himself on the journey to his palace. 
when he was in the house of Potiphar because he could see as God sees. So because he can see as God sees and he believed God radically and his faith continued to spring forth, every other thing that come to his life to stop him from getting to that Egypt and becoming the second command of Pharaoh, they were dislodged out of his life. They could not stop him because he can see. How do I know that he believed God radically? Some of you might say, I'm not there. The Bible did not put it that way. I know that he believed God radically because when opposition came up in his household family, he did not belittle himself to the level of his brother. He did not retaliate. You know, some of us, when we look at ourselves, maybe somebody is coming saying some things, instead of you to come out and respond from what is inside of you, you bring yourself down to the level of the person that is speaking to you and making you to be angry or that is making you to be mad. You bring that. Why you do that, you don't know what you are carrying. Joseph knew what he was carrying. He knew what God has impregnated him with. He knows that what is inside of him is greater than what the brothers were saying. He did not retaliate. How do I know that he believed God radically? Even when he was in pit, he did not cry out. He did not complain. How do I know that he believed God radically when he was in the house of Potiphar? Remember, Potiphar gave him everything. No? He gave him everything, but he did not look around and say, ah, this one is a mansion. Even though <laughs> I don't have all this one, but I know this one doesn't look like a palace. He did not complain. Even though uh, uh, all the things that Pharaoh, Potiphar gave to, to him, he did not give him his wife, and yet his wife offered himself freely to Joseph. But Joseph did not miss, he did not lose sight of where God was taking him to. Just look from the beginning. Accusation that rose up among his brothers. I want to encourage somebody tonight. The God that has brought you to World Outreach Church for All Nations knows what he's doing. You are not here by mistake. Don't let anybody or any situation run you out of the promises that God has for you in this church. Don't let it. Because sometimes we, we, we know how, most of all, because of situation and circumstances, we know how to prostitute. Today, we are in Serbia and Syria for first Sunday. Second Sunday, we are in Evangelical, wherever, wherever, one name of one long church. Third Sunday, we are another one. The fourth Sunday, we are another one. We are hopping and shopping and moving up and down from one church to another. Let me tell you, what God has for you in work fan, he will not give it to you elsewhere. to you elsewhere. Does that mean that God does not live there? God lives there. God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's in a place where they are committing murder. He's in a place where somebody is raping another person. He's in a place where a lot of stuff is. He's everywhere. But God does not manifest himself everywhere. He does not manifest his power everywhere. So when he brings you here, you better clean your chair where we make you gum your behind in there. Don't let anybody run you out. Because if you look at the story of Neymar, the Bible says that Neymar has leprosy. And he went to go meet the man of God. And as I'm speaking to you now, I'm sure that was how the man of God was speaking to this Neymar. He said, go to River Jordan. Go dip yourself. This man became angry. 
He said, I thought he's going to send me to River Abana. Specific instruction. Why? Because his healing awaits him in River Jordan. If he has gone to River Abana and dip himself there and sleep there, do 25 days fasting, 100 days fasting, 1,001 days fasting, because that is not where the Lord sent him to, he will not get his healing. Am I speaking to somebody? The instruction was go there. And he went there. The only thing he just needed to do is to dip himself seven times. Some of you, I tell you before, you are in your second dip. Keep dipping. Keep dipping. Some of you are in your fifth dipping. Keep dipping. Don't give up. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you. You are running out of, the, of, river, of, river, of river Jordan. When God wanted to feed Elijah, the Bible says it was famine. The Bible said God commanded Elijah to go to Zarephath near Sidon because why? I have commanded a widow there to feed you. There is a blessing that has been commanded upon this ministry. And it has your name on it. Don't run out. Don't run out. That is one of the tricks of the enemy. Oh, he's here, you go. Oh, he's there, you go. You have to know whom you are and whose you are. You have to learn how to hear from God. You have to learn how to read the word. You have to learn how to interpret the word through the power of the Holy Spirit. You have to sit where you are. I see some. Let me tell you. God will surprise somebody. As a result of this message, God will surprise somebody. I say, God will surprise somebody. In the name of Jesus. Don't give up. Don't give in. Hallelujah. Keep on believing. Keep on trusting. Keep your faith alive. No matter what comes your way, they are the wind that push you to your destiny. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians 6 verse 16, it says, put on the sheet of faith in which you will use to quench every fairy darts of the enemy. Put on the sheet of faith. If he tell you, say, ah, look at the way that sister talked to you. He's not supposed to talk to me like that. Say, leave and make it talk to me like that. Leave him, because that is the voice of the enemy. You want something, they didn't give it to you. Maybe there's a particular thing that you want. Oh, they don't want to give it to me. Uh, you know my position in the church. When, when, when you hear that voice, tell him, say, shut up. If you like me, they don't give him to me. Am I speaking to somebody? Because there is a destiny that awaits you. There is a destiny that awaits you. And it has your name on it. I told you before, this is not the time to play. This is not the time to run around. This is the time to run, 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 run. Run towards your destiny. Put on the shield of faith. Do you know that when you continue to spring forth in faith, springing forth in faith is like water that quenches the fire of circumstances and situations. Speaking forth in faith is like fire that quenches circumstances and situation. I have four more minutes. I'm going to give you just four things. That is true. Mentioned something two Sundays ago. Look at Joseph. From the time a vision, a dream was given to Joseph, up to the time that it actually came to pass. There are five things I want to give to you. Maybe it's okay. I'm waiting. What would I do? Number one, if you are waiting, number one, you have to know your dream. You have to know what you are hoping for. Because some of us, believe me, we don't know. If you know 
what you are hoping for, hold on to it. Don't let anybody come and chase you out of it and tell you, oh, how do you know that is the will of God for you? Excuse me, who made you Moses over me? Hold on to it. If it is healing that you are believing God for, if it is breakthrough in every area, that is what, be sure. Don't get confused. If you are to write it down, write it down. Put it in front of your refrigerator. Put it everywhere. This is what I'm trusting God for. Put it in front of your Bible. Put it everywhere. Be sure. Because if you are sure of what you are hoping for, you will know how to journey in getting that. If I'm going to go to Kroger, I know I'm sure I'm going to go to Kroger. There's a road that we follow. Don't you think so? But if you don't know where you are going, you roam around and roam around and roam. Before you know, you say, ah, this is God's self. I have been praying a long time ago. You know, they're here again. God, they're here. Know what you are hoping for. Know what you are believing God for. Number two, as you know what you are hoping and believing God for, be certain and you are, you are sure. Number two, go to your word, the word of God. Look for a word that you will stand by concerning that thing that you are trusting. Because the Bible says heaven and earth will pass away. With the word of God will never pass away. Lord. Every other thing we fear, his word will never fear. Look for the word of God to stand on concerning what you are hoping and what you are believing God for. Look for that word. Hold on to that word and be sensitive to the things of the spirit. Because the enemy will come and want to test you. He want to cause you to doubt. And as you get the word, meditate on that word day and night. It's like medicine. Most of us, we are on medication. And the doctor, maybe for two, three years, we are still taking it. How come we don't, we don't give up and say, oh, uh, this, this, this sickness would have been gone a long time ago. Because it's not gone, I want to stop taking my medication. You keep on taking it because it helps you manage the symptoms. But the word of God does not help you manage. The word of God will heal this medicine to your body. Continue to meditate on it. Don't let the enemy deceive you and say, ah, you have been meditating on this word for two years, three years. Ah, ah, aren't you tired? You think it's going to come true? Don't entertain those thoughts. God will never speak to you. God does not have that kind of language. God does not understand that kind of, God does not speak that kind of language. That is not the language of God. When you hear that, take the scripture, add one more to it. Maybe be two, maybe it's one before, let it be two. Because that just confirms that you are doing the right thing. Know what you are sure of. Get the word of God, beginning to meditate on it. And the third one, my sisters and my brothers, sometimes it's good for us to take our eyes off of our problem for one minute. Engage yourself in the things of God. Engage yourself in the things of God. Plug yourself in, in the activities. What is going on in the kingdom of God? What is going on in the vineyard of God? Plug yourself in and begin to function. Take your eyes off of it. That's what, that was what Joseph did. Joseph, even though he was in prison, he did not focus and sit down and put him his hand on his cheek and he's thinking about his problem. He went about doing what he was doing. Be plugged in. Because when you are plugged in, you keep going and going and going and going. But then you look and say, oh, this thing is not coming to pass. I'm tired. You, 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 you pull yourself off. It's like pull, pulling a plug out of a fan. When a fan is working, you pull the plug out. At the beginning, it looks as if it's still working. No? Before you know it, it stops. Connect yourself. And number four, don't settle in the house of Potiphar. 
Don't settle in the house of Potiphar because sometimes we wait and wait and wait. We just take anything we see. Don't settle in the house of Potiphar. Your palace is calling you. Your palace is waiting for you. Even though it looks like it. Even though it smells like it. I told you before, in the house of Potiphar, Joseph would have settled. Can you imagine somebody where they put for pits? They sold him and now they put him in, in Potiphar's house. He would have settled. Because the only thing that was not given to him, Potiphar's wife, that thing even offered herself freely. Give herself freely, like Jara. Just, you know. But Joseph knew. And said, you know what? I have a palace that is calling me. Don't settle in the house of Potiphar. And the last thing that I will ask you to do is to pray and continue to pray. Don't give up. Don't give in. In everything, pray. Because I have lived, listen, I have lived my life Pray, prayer life, that's how my life has been. And I've seen the power of prayer. Prayer works. Prayer can move mountains. No matter how the situation may look like, by the time you begin to pray, you are punching the foundation of that situation. You are punching the foundation of that situation. If you don't give up, you don't give in. Before you know it, the building of that problem will fall down. In Luke chapter 16, I will say this and I will close. Just to encourage you to keep on praying. Keep on praying. If I lose my key, I know if you find them. I go need them begin to pray. If I misplace my key, if I cannot find it, I'm praying. Why? Because if I, don't, if I cannot find it, that means I have to take money to go fix and do another one. And I don't want to waste that. God has been so good to me. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus gave a parable. Why man always ought to pray and not give up. He said there was a judge, unjust judge, wicked judge, judge who has no respect for man, who does not even fear God. This judge was in position. And the Bible says there is a widow, a widow, that means he lost her husband. What killed her husband, the Bible did not say. But this widow always come to meet this judge, this wicked judge. Can you imagine what this kind of judge will be saying to this woman every time she comes? Insult upon insult upon insult. But that did not stop this woman from coming to the judge. Every day the Bible says day and night this woman comes. One day this unjust judge said, even though I don't fear man, even though I don't have regard for man, even though I don't honor even my creator, because this woman keeps coming to me, I will make sure she gets justice. And Jesus said, listen to what this unjust judge says. How much more your heavenly father will not grant you justice if you come to him every day. Stand up on your feet. I have been instructed tonight to pray for some certain group of people. And that is what I'm going to do. I know that you're going to give me 10 minutes. If you are here tonight and you are the firstborn, raise your hands up. The firstborn. I want you to come out.
You can stay here. Firstborn. Firstborn. Thank you. There is a word that the Lord gave to me last week. I shared it with our breakthrough. The Lord told me that this ground that we are standing is the ground where all things are possible. It is the ground where impossibility shall become possible. If I were you, anytime I come to this arena, anytime I enter this sanctuary, declare it before you step your feet in it. Just stretch forth your hands towards them. We are going to pray for them. Hallelujah. When the first is good, when the first is blessed, the rest will be blessed. Father, we thank you for every firstborn in this house. Lord, you have instructed me to pray for every firstborn. I cannot see the whole picture. The Bible says we prophesy, in, we see in part and we prophesy in part. Father God Almighty, for every firstborn that is standing on this ground where all things are possible, Father, I lift them up before you. Father, we thank you for their lives. And Father, tonight, in the name that is above all names, Father, we pray that everything that is good, in everything that is divine, in everything that is glorious, Papa God, let them be forced. Let them be forced in the name of Jesus. Father, lift them up tonight in the name that is above all names. Lord, and I ask you to keep the eyes of the enemy away from them. In the name of Jesus. For every first bone that is standing on this ground. Father God, I pray that in every area where they struggle. Jehovah God, I pray that tonight we mark the end of that struggle. In the name of Jesus. Tonight we mark the expiration deaths of that struggle. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father God Almighty, we thank you for their lives, oh God. Father, we bless you. We declare that in excellency that we excel. In dignity that we excel. In power that we excel. Because they are connected to this ministry, I said that we excel. In the name of Jesus. Father, concerning each and every one of their lives. Father God, I pray that they will not live at the mercy of their siblings. Oh God, my siblings look up to me as the first. May that be their testimony in the name of Jesus. Every evil dedication from their father's house and from their mother's house. Jehovah God, by the blood that raised you from the dead. 
Father, we break it in the name of Jesus. Jehovah God, we raise up the altar of continuous success in their lives. Success in every dimension of their life. Father, we raise up the altar in the name of Jesus. The altar of peace. The altar of divine health. The altar of breakthroughs. Father, we raise up the altar in the name of Jesus. We declare that it is well with them. We declare that it is well with them. Your glory, my God, will forever surround them. Because of what you have done in their life and because of what you are doing right now, songs of praise and deliverance will never depart from their lips. Father, we ask that you will contend with them that contended with them. That you will begin to fight against those that fight against them. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. You can go 